up on today's federal newscast. The Senate confirms a new labor secretary and a new number two at the Pentagon. DOD says suicide continues to plague the military services. And a continuing resolution provides government funding through mid-November. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. The Senate has confirmed Eugene Scalia, the son of the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, to serve as the Trump administration's next head of the Labor Department. Scalia had previously worked as the agency's top lawyer during the George W. Bush administration. He'll take over the role from Pat Bazella, who has served as acting Labor Secretary. President Trump's last permanent pick for the job, Alexander Acosta, resigned in July. The Senate also has confirmed the nomination of Air Force General John Hyten to become the vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. General Hyten's nomination had come under scrutiny after a former aide said Hyten had subjected her to unwanted sexual advances. Ten of the 22 no votes against the nomination came from female senators, including Republican Joni Ernst of Iowa. The Navy has appointed a new chief, mainly to oversee cybersecurity. More now from Tom Temin. Aaron Weiss becomes the Navy's new chief information officer. He'll move over from his job as senior advisor to the Defense Department CIO. The move follows a plan outlined by Navy officials last month, namely to create a special assistant to the Navy secretary position that would also be CIO. That plan was prompted by a March review which found poor cybersecurity was an existential threat to the Navy's warfighting capability. Weiss will also have responsibility for general IT management. I'm Tom Temin. Air Force Explorer is the service's new way of calling on industry and academia for capability ideas to advance its science and technology strategy. The program is a collaboration between the Air Force Acquisition Executive, the Air Force Warfighter Integration Capability, and the service's research labs. Stakeholders will consider new capability ideas from industry based on the strategy and then select some for prioritization and maturation. It's that time of year again. TRICARE is conducting its second open season for its nearly 5 million eligible members. It will run from November 11th through December 9th. During that time, active duty family members, retired service members, and their families can change their TRICARE plan, enroll in a new health insurance plan, or simply not take any action. Plans will take effect on January 1st. A new report from the Defense Department shows a continuing problem with suicide among service members. More from Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Suicide rates in the active duty military continue to rise. A new report from the Defense Department finds 541 service members committed suicide in 2018. Since 2013, the suicide rate for active duty service members increased from 18.5 to 24.8 suicides per 100,000 troops. The National Guard and Reserve suicide rates stayed steady over the same period. The Reserve saw 22.9 suicides per 100,000, and the National Guard saw 30.6. Acting Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy called the report disheartening and disappointing. I'm Scott Massioni. The Senate has passed a seven-week continuing resolution and sent it to the White House for President Trump's expected signature. The CR would keep agencies funded at current levels through November 21st. House and Senate leadership said that that should give them enough time to come up with some sort of permanent funding solution for 2020. The CR does not address federal pay, 
House and Senate leadership must conference over exactly how much of a raise civilian federal employees would receive in 2020. Either the House passed 3.1% raise or the President's proposed 2.6%. House lawmakers found some consensus on a few ideas designed to improve agencies' talent pipelines. House Oversight and Reform Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly says Congress should focus on expanding the number of federal interns. The number of intern hires dropped from 35,000 in 2010 to just 4,000 in 2018. Federal paid family leave is another area of consensus. Both the National Treasury Employees Union and the Heritage Foundation say government is losing out on talent without a paid leave program. The Air Force needs more coders than it's able to hire, so it's launching a reskilling program to help meet its need for cyber talent. Colonel Jason Brown, the director of the Strategic Service Group for the Air Force Chief of Staff, said the training includes technology boot camps and massive open online courses. The Defense Department has made a decisive move in the dreaded LPTA approach to procurement. DOD is finally limiting the use of LPTA, or lowest price technically acceptable procurements, in regulation. A new DFARS final rule published on Wednesday lays out the specific prohibitions for LPTA contracts, such as when DOD is buying auditing services. DOD tried to limit the use of LPTA through a policy in 2015, but a new GAO report estimates the military services use the LPTA process for about 25% of all competitive contracts worth more than $5 million in 2018. The final rule goes into effect on October 1st. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, or subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing.